Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I genuinely hope the tips, tricks, and information we share will be your catalyst for change. I'm your host, Lauren Heiser. It's time to dive in. Specifically, hey. at all. Sorry, intro. Sorry, hey, very loud. Nice. I like Quite it. loud. Yeah. We need more space back here. This table's not... Not the largest? <laughs> Squat-tober thighs. Maybe you're not the smallest. <laughs> <laughs> Could be that, too. Do, 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 do. Ba, 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 ba. Tony, your last name, Ingra? In- Ingara. Ingara, thank you. Yes. Okay. Ingara. I've heard it all, so don't... I'm sure. Yeah. It's cool, though. I'm going to ask you Italian? about that. Sicilian, yeah. Hey, Sicilian. leave it. Sicilian. You leave it. What? Leave it for the podcast. Maybe this is the podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the intro right Got there. And <laughs> Gara, no. <laughs> now I can't say it right. <laughs> that was right. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So my <laughs> mom's dad was from the Tuxin area. So nice. we're, we're very northern Italy. Tuxin so. or nice. Tuscan? I don't know which one is it. <laughs> It's it's on the I know what you're saying. It's on the pizza box. Yeah. It's always it's the there. Pizza. I think the C and S blend <laughs> together. I don't Tuxin. think it's Tuxin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Tuscan. Maybe it's, I'm sure it's backwards, but Tuscany? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, okay. That's probably right. Just checking. So I don't know where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but he has an idea. I I see it on the pizza box though. So. Yes. It's it's, yeah. it's right there. Uh-huh. Up by the mountains. So close have you, to Have you been? I've not. I hear it's beautiful though. I've I've cousins that have gone out there. Nice. We're talking about uh, Tuscany? Yeah. Okay, just checking. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Or Tucson. <laughs> Tucson. AZ. The Lane family. Originally from Arizona. We're okay. Warm-blooded. Got it. Perfect. People. There we go. This is how you intro a podcast right here. It is. It is. Hello, everyone. There we go. We're started. We're rolling right We're now. rolling. Yes. There we go. We have our special guest today, Tony <laughs> Ngara. You nailed that. I did. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, we are just going to chat a little bit about what health means yeah. to you. Um, why Tony's such a big deal? Why? We yeah, a little bio here. We Come should. Yeah. We should. Tony, tell the people why you're such a big deal. <laughs> well, this is news to me. This is groundbreaking. <laughs> uh, but as far as happy, healthy, uh, I think health became important in my life. Let me pause you really quick. Yes. Tell people what you do. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, Police Cause, officer. Because you, you've done some things in your life. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I try to jump in as much as I can. Yes. Yeah. You get after it. Um, You're a healthy guy. Healthy guy. I Next. try to stay as healthy as possible. Cop. Yes. Uh, jiu-jitsu practitioner, coach, business owner, and Marine Corps reserves at this point. Look at you. Yes. So what don't you do? I don't swim very well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you uh, a runner? Do you run fast? I don't run fast. So you're not in the Navy. But I enjoy running. <laughs> no, I'm not in the Navy. I, uh, I'm in the remedial pool every time we do swim qualification. That's <laughs> yeah, the worst weekend of my life. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. The Rockton Pool this summer, bud. You know, Rockton Pool? Bring, bring yeah. your kid and you know, go to town. Yeah, he swims better than me <laughs> at this point. So what of those three things? Well, yeah, I guess... You say three things? Yeah. Yeah. Copy. Cop. There we go. Right, yep. mm-hmm. Which came first? Uh, Marine Corps. Okay. Yep. After high school, did a year of college and just kind of got a wild hair. <laughs> I saw some of my good friends were Marines and I just, you know, I, I liked how they carried themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I liked, I just kind of wanted to be that person. Yeah. So enlisted after one year of college and... Once I came back, and again, early in college, no one really knows what they want to do at that point. They're yeah. still figuring themselves out. I still like, don't okay. really know. No. Yeah. Uh, I think I have it <laughs> figured out, but I'm not sure yet. But I knew the structure of the Marine Corps is what I needed at that point. Mm. So that I'm like, okay. Were you not it? very structured, do you feel? No, I was not. Were you like a terrible <laughs> kid? Were you a like bad kid getting in trouble? I wasn't good. No? <laughs> I wasn't good. Okay, but, no. I, but okay, people say that, and it's yeah. like, I once tried to smoke a cigarette, and they think they're the worst kid in the world. No, I got that beat. Okay. I got that beat pretty well. Can, no. we, can we fish one story out of you? You got a good story? 
Um, I once got arrested for TPing this guy's house, almost. So that was fun. You got arrested? Almost. Oh. Julia Fish's dad. My parents called in, oh, thought it would be funny. Fish, he came yeah. over to like pick me up and be like, took me to the jail. And be like, that's this would, this not would. almost getting arrested. <laughs> it was scary. That's He's, the weakest story. <laughs> oh, all right. See? And yeah. so my story proves true. I thought I was a bad Lauren kid. Just, Lauren just knows everyone. Not so much. That's, okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> she was I, rebel. I never, Sorry. I, I, never, yeah, I never, never TP'd. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. But, uh. But yeah, I was just wild. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. grew up in Galesburg, Illinois. Not a ton of people. Okay, kind of in the middle of nowhere, and um, there wasn't much for a young productive boy activity or girl to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So on a weekend, you'd find a friend or an acquaintance whose parents left for the weekend. Oh yeah, and you just kind of go and just party and make terrible decisions. They have a house. And yes, they have okay. a house. It's they got empty. doors yeah. and, and a ceiling. <laughs> this and works out. All that we needed. This works out well. <laughs> yes. And if we couldn't find that, we drove to country roads and just <laughs> parked in a cornfield. Nice. Oh, and, country living. And just jammed out. There okay. we go. Yeah. All right. So yeah. then you found the Marines. Yep. So the Marines kind of gave me that structure. And again, what, what I needed and just uh, a path to, to succeed, which mm. I never had before. And then I'm like, okay, what, what's the civilian you know, aspect of that? Mm. And Law enforcement was a very easy transition, yeah. mm. and when you say path to succeed, really quick, what is what do you sure. mean by that? What it's so again, especially in the the young ranks in the mm. Marine Corps, it's you serve for this much time. If you have a fitness test of of first class, then you are slated to get promoted. Okay, and no other aspect of my life was that cut and dry. Okay, yeah. Um, so do this, get this. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah. you try hard, you show up on time. Um, you're not completely worthless and th- <laughs> those early ranks you're just going to get. Yeah. So then again, I, as a, as a young, uh, as a young boy, or young man, like I, I needed that. Yeah. So transition that to want to pursue law enforcement. Okay. And I was going to school at North Central College at the time in Naperville. Okay. Yep. And it was funny. I get back and I go to my guidance counselor and I tell him I want to switch majors to criminal justice. And it's funny. He, he says, well, we don't have that. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I've got a transfer. And I had some friends that just transferred down to Western. I apply. Yeah, very I, good law enforcement there. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So I think we're on the top of the country at the time. So I complete the transfer. The same year I completed the transfer, my middle brother, Andy, graduated from North Central. So I go to the graduation with my family, and probably 70% of the graduates had completed their degree with sociology slash criminal justice. So my guidance counselor just... <laughs> Drop the ball on that. Oh my gosh! But again, it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. I yeah, Western's a really good school for that. Western was great. Yeah. I had a much better time at Western. Mm-hmm. North Central, I didn't. I didn't fit in that well. And um, yeah, I, I I did a lot better at yeah. Western. You're not a suburb kid. Not a Naperville kid. Not a suburb kid. North Central was very small. It was very yeah. kind of clicky. Mm. And I just yeah. just didn't really fit in with any of the groups yep. all that well. So Western yep. kind of found my groove at Western a little bit. Yeah. So then law enforcement. Yes. So then graduated in 2008. And then my Marine Corps unit said, guess what? Just pack up. We're going to Iraq. Awesome. So who doesn't want to go there? Absolutely. Well, uh, it, it was kind of a, it was almost expected. You know, okay. if you served in the mid 2000s, mid to late 2000s, you, you were going at some point yeah. and you just, you, it was your duty. You, you had to do your part. So it was, it was, it was my time. We went over there. Thankfully we had a pretty, I wouldn't say easy deployment, but okay. but others had it way worse. Uh, myself, you know, Adam Wolgast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we we were in the same base, same unit. Oh, really? Saw each other almost daily, but didn't really know each other that well. Ah, yeah. So uh, we. But got you back. knew each other. Is that, is that how you met? We met, yes, from okay. from the Marines. Okay, and again, it, like acquaintances. I'd say ah. hi every now and yeah. then. We get back from Iraq, and I go see some friends from Naperville. Little did I know, Adam had a lot of friends in Naperville, and just randomly, maybe two weeks after coming home, was at a bar in Naperville, and hey, there, there's Adam. Hey, yeah. I remember you. How's how's life since oh my Iraq? Gosh, Look at wow. that. Yeah, Adam in a bar. Adam in a bar. Weird. <laughs> That's weird. Odd. So weird. Uh, then I always liked this Rockford area, so moved back here. My dad's side of the family started applying for police departments. Six months later, I get the call and said, "Come on aboard, Loves Park." So, how long were you in Iraq for? Eight months. Okay. Eight months, yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. So yeah. in terms of, of, of law enforcement, where did you where did you start out start out and then kind of where did you get to and kind of where are you at now? Sure. I started in I got hired in two thousand nine, just standard patrol officer. Okay. Um and 
And you, that, say, you say standard patrol officer. So what does that kind of entail? People that show maybe up, don't know. Show up. You can load your squad car. Yeah. Um, you, you just become available for calls of service. Okay. So anybody that has an emergency call, non-emergency call, you're driving around, you enforce traffic violations. Yep. Sometimes you just stop and just chat with somebody mm-hmm. or poke in a business and say hi, make sure everything's going on, going all right, yeah. and then just carry on your duties. Okay. So did that and found Tommy Woodruff at CORE. Mm-hmm. I'd always had an interest in martial arts, but again, I bounced around all the time mm-hmm. going... Uh, <laughs> You know, mom, dad living two hours away mm-hmm. and jumping around from colleges, never really had the money. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm settled in. I've got a steady paycheck. Yeah. Jumped into core and was introduced to, you know, the jujitsu life, the Muay Thai life, just martial arts in general. Yeah. And did that, again, because I had a lifelong interest, but also working in law enforcement, I hated showing up to calls and having reservations of mm-hmm. like, oh, I hope this doesn't go bad. There's a bar fight. There's 10 people yeah. kind of fighting each other. But at any point, they can just turn and say, hey, let's go after that guy. Yeah. And so I, I just hated that feeling, and it mm-hmm. happened all the time. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was great finding, finding Tommy yeah. at core. And there's there's not much training that you got through? Very minimal. Okay. Very minimal. And what's worse is what was being shown was not practical at all. Mm. It was very old school, like 1980s. You grab somebody's finger and you bend it backwards, and it's gonna pressure point their wrist to the point where they subdue, and it just—that's the thing. Huh? It doesn't work that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, it does not work that way. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm gonna try that one. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, so still. Can I see your hand? No, don't touch <laughs> me. I'll show some. <laughs> okay. Uh, still loves park patrol, and and then uh, maybe about four or five years ago, Rockton Police open it up for part-timers just again for their special events. I said, okay, it's not far from where I live yeah. and need a little extra money. So applied there. So I do some part-time stuff there and still in the Marine Reserves as well. And then I took my jujitsu passion and kind of branched off from not fully from Tommy and core, but just more under him mm-hmm. and started my own business and, my own location and it's thriving and it's going very well. Very good. What what was the, I know we've talked about this, but sure for the tens of people to listen to the show, <laughs> what, was, what was the motivation to, to start your own thing? Um, because so, there's no stress with that, you know, no, not at, you all. Know, not yeah, at all. It's so easy. No. Um, Everybody should do it. There, there was a lot of factors. One, my, my passion for martial arts and jujitsu specifically started to, started to, to grow and patrolling, just the law enforcement life started to kind of bum me out a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's more like, I think probably the normal everyday person has 20 to 30 personal interactions a day. <laughs> and I would say 90% of them are positive, right? Yep. It's, it's very rare. If you do run into someone, it's a negative interaction. Like it kind of weighs you down. Yeah. Where yeah. in law enforcement, you probably have about a hundred interactions and 90% of them are negative. And just, I, it, it would just bum me out. Mm-hmm. And I got tired of just staring at the clock. Like, is this, is this it? Do I just mm-hmm. count down hours till I'm off work and, yeah. and then, then count, live my life? Uh, yeah. And then <laughs> count down years until I can retire. And that, that's when life starts. And then yeah. it's like, no, I don't think I'm built for that. Yeah. So a couple that, that's when the seed was planted. And then I, I spoke with, I mean, yourself, you mm-hmm. were a teacher for what, 10 years? Is that right? 14. 14. 14. And then, you count those years. You get them right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And then pursuit of passion. Mm-hmm. And made the transition. And so there were, I would hear your story, others' stories, and uh, I'm like, yeah, it is, it is possible. You know, it's not, it's a little crazy, but, yeah. but it's possible. Mm-hmm. So and I knew I would kick myself if I didn't try. Yeah. Even if I tried and it failed, mm-hmm. for one, I would just have an, an open jujitsu facility where I could just go in and train on my own and mm-hmm. work on my own craft. And uh, at the very best, guess what? It, it would thrive, and and I would be able to fully either make the transition or just pursue a passion yeah. as much as I can. What um for people that don't understand jujitsu, mm-hmm. what? And we might have some. 
not to be stereotypical, females here that are listening and be like, oh, what is, sure. you know, I don't want to do that karate stuff. Sure. And um, some men, too. There'll be some men. Some men. I guess no, men I, are weak, too. I, I answer oh. that. It's I, not I, weak. I'm joking. Wow. <laughs> joking. It's understanding uh, the sport. It is. No, it is. The craft. But, but yeah, talk about that. Because you, you train everybody. You you have yeah. females, males, females, kids, kids, everybody under the sun. Absolutely. Yeah. What, um, what is jujitsu? So jujitsu is a martial art uh, primarily on the ground. Some standing, very minimal strikes, but it's just more about leverage points, control. So, again, it's a perfect transition for law enforcement because we want to de-escalate things. We don't want to strike. We don't want to hurt ourselves or, or anybody around us. Um, and jiu-jitsu, I believe, branched off from some of the other grappling arts because he was very instrumental. It was Haleo Gracie, mm-hmm. and the story goes he was born with vertigo. And so any physical activity made him just dizzy, and huh. he, couldn't, he couldn't exert himself um, as much as his brothers and his cousins. Hmm. So he would sit there and watch, and he wasn't able to get the huge build. So when it was time for him to, to participate, he had to cater the movements to work for a smaller, kind of weaker individual. Yeah. So the movements were already established, but he just tweaked them. So jiu-jitsu is kind of the one martial art, I would say, where... Size and strength doesn't matter as much. You'll right. still get somebody smaller, weaker, that can flourish from a, a less dominant position, from a yep. bottom position, which is you know pretty pretty taboo in you know wrestling, catch wrestling, even striking. It's usually the bigger, stronger person wins. Yeah, where jujitsu, it's just not the case. It's yeah. technique. They call it you know martial art for nerds. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's very cerebral. Yeah, yeah, mm. it is very cerebral. Oh it yeah. Is. yeah, yeah. Extremely it's, taxing. Yes. <laughs> and so it's funny. Some of uh, some of our students, obviously, a lot of them are are in law enforcement, and some will have to wake up early the next morning after some of our night classes, and they won't roll after class because it's just so engaging mentally. Oh yeah, that they'll just sit there and stare mm-hmm. at the ceiling when it's time to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. and they're exhausted. They're physically exhausted, yeah. but your brain is ignited so much in that live role, trying to stay one step ahead of your opponent. You know, trying to set up submissions, chain things together that. And they'll just sit there and just lay in bed. I'm like, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. It sucks, but it's worth it. They have to wake up early and go to work. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah, I definitely used to find that at, um, I used some, sometimes I would do two a days at core and I would have the morning class and then go to the night class. But after that night class could yep. not go to sleep. Yep. D- body dead, like dead. like feeling like I can't feel myself in uh-huh. bed. But then, like you said, and your exactly brain that. is just recreating, just, yeah, recreating the role. Like, like, what, what, what what was that thing that what, yeah. what did I learn tonight? Oh, darn, yeah. I already forgot. Should have done this. Feel it, yeah. <laughs> Should have done this. Crazy. What worked? What didn't work? Or again, just engaging. Just brain still firing. Yeah. And so I've gotten to the point. Sometimes I'll pack like some melatonin in the car. <laughs> so by the time you know, yeah. I'll, I'll take that on the way home, take a shower, and then. Just cross my fingers and close my eyes yeah. and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Go ahead. No, you go. Okay. Well, um, what would you say? What are some of the things you feel jujitsu has brought to your life? Um, That's a good question. Yeah. It's a great question. Thanks. Uh, I'm very similar. Uh, okay. It's gonna be a weird answer that I'm, I'll struggle to. Um, I know it's a, it's, a, upon, it's a big pack answer. Yeah. A weird piece to my life, and again, it's gonna be hard to expand upon. But uh, yeah, a weird uh, a contentness and a peace. But what I can expand, expand upon pretty well is probably the community aspect. I mean, I met both of you guys through jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. Even, even opening up pride, like friends became very good friends. Yeah, uh, I met people that I hadn't seen before a day in my mm-hmm. life who have now become very good friends. And it's just nice. Like I, I go from a patrol shift where you'll just see some things, experience some things that probably you shouldn't see in your lifetime. Yeah. And then I go into pride. I throw the gi on and people walk in the door and, you know, you just hug them. Yeah. You hug them before the class starts. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, hey, good to see you. How's work? How's this? How's that? And the community aspect has been one aspect that I, I just, I didn't anticipate going in that I, that I would appreciate so much. Yeah. I will say there's something about jujitsu with rolling, mm-hmm. with being that close, having yeah. people sweat in your mouth and, yeah. you know, Put you in very doesn't have an often. No, not, not yeah. Yeah. sorry, I, I don't think I've swallowed any sweat. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think I have either. I'm so not, that, that might he's be been a, doing this a lot longer that than I. Might be a you thing. I don't know if you're catching <laughs> it. 
Pretty sure I've had Tommy <laughs> glaring over me mm. and sweat off the nose. Yeah. So it's because Adam's writhing in fear. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And he, I'm crying with my mouth open. <laughs> and Tommy's probably trying to aim it. Yeah. In there. Oh, yeah. He like is a sweater. But no, I do think there is something to uh, the endorphins released yeah. from the physical contact yeah. that mm-hmm. differs from other either forms of exercising yeah. or even doing like boxing or Muay Thai. You don't have that brotherhood mm-hmm. that you do in jiu-jitsu. So I, I definitely... I, yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's for sure. an intimate. It's very primal. Yeah, very primal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The other thing that that how intimate it is is you really have to be on your p's and q's with your not only personal hygiene but <laughs> like I've I've gone in for class after a big dinner at my dad's ah. and food's very garlic heavy <laughs> and you just yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a big coffee drinker so now don't I just, yeah. don't, don't roll Tony today <sighs> it's not a good day. that coffee breath <laughs> the coffee I've gotten a few of those. Yep. It's like, yep. how was that coffee, Lauren? I'm like, it was great. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> so now I, I've just got gum packed in my bag at all times. Yeah. Um, no. You don't want to be that guy or that girl. No. No. You don't want to be stinky. No. So to piggyback off Lauren's question, so just we have a lot of just normal people that listen sure. to the show that are that are bankers or teachers or you know blah 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 blah. Um, many of them are. I mean, I, I think jujitsu has gotten bigger because of mm-hmm. Rogo and Rogan and Jocko and UFC. Sure. And like, it's actually something that I think yep. people could yeah. identify if they're like, that's a yeah. triangle, yeah. you know, right. and it got a little mainstream too. Like you see yep. Ash, Ashton Kutzer, yeah. Kutcher, mm-hmm. um, Keanu Reeves, like some of these celebrities, you know, with their, their geese on and their belts. Yep. And like when I first started going back to Love's Park, people thought I legit did a fight club. They thought I was walking in a core over there and yeah. we were fight club. Yeah. You but didn't talk now, about it, did you? No, I don't. Oh, okay, good. Go. <laughs> Gosh. First of all. <laughs> but I, I think people have started to realize that anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Anthony Bourdain started when he was 60, I think. Um, so oh, you wow. Can do, yeah, so you can do it at, at all ages, yeah. at all levels of, of fitness, at all levels of maturity for mm-hmm. the most part. And yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk on that fitness side of things. Because sure. it's, it's very, we're in gym where people lift weights, yeah. they lift Heavyweights, they lift lightweights, they lift in between weights. You know, we, we try to hit all postures and pres- positions. Sure. You are lifting other people in yeah. a billion different ways. Sure. Okay. Talk, talk about the, the fitness side of, of jujitsu. My experience with the fitness side, um, I considered myself very above average. Yeah, not, nothing spectacular, mm-hmm. but fitness wise, strength, speed, even mobility, just above average. Mm-hmm. Until you lay down on the mats, <laughs> and now you're because everything else in life it just requires kind of a linear. A, a linear front and back yeah. plane of motion mm-hmm. where you lay down on the mat, and next thing you know, your leg is up at this 45 <laughs> degree angle, oh. and you need to generate power and dexterity from there. And it was it was head scratching to me. I'm like, I, I used to take pride in being oh. able to, I don't know, just claim that I was pretty mm-hmm. athletic and then yep. i get on the mat and at this point like ryan Eggert, 18 years old and he's just mauling me as this well, he's 130 skinny pounds. kid <laughs> right and i'm like oh god it's drive me nuts so for me it's been able to enhance my my overall fitness because now it's just not all you know bench press and you know curls i even mm-hmm. did dynamic lifts but uh not from different angles not having yeah. to generate power from awkward positions mm-hmm. And when strength fails, you know, what, what are you going to do next? Yeah. Or, you know, your, your lungs burn out. How, how do you stay calm when you're in a bottom position when, you're, when your lungs burn? Right. And so the mental aspect of it is, is huge, too. Yeah. Uh, I still remember tapping out to Coach Tommy's shirt in my face. <laughs> I was just exhausted and going into the not being able to swim very well. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I'd go into frantic mode. Oh, I yeah. used to mm-hmm. when, I, when my breath was inhibited. Mm-hmm. And him and I were that would freak you out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in, in my head, him and I were going in a long roll, and he took mount, and his T-shirt fell on my face right as I was going for a big breath and just, uh, just freak, <laughs> freaked out. But now I can, you know, kind of calm my brain down in those yeah. situations. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. With, I mean, being a busy guy, having a lot of things that you're juggling from part-time work to full-time stuff, how did you keep jujitsu a priority? Because it's not only was it to you important for your health and your training, and it helps you in your job and in the Marines, but also the community aspect, like it is integral, I would say, to multiple facets within your life. Yeah. So we would argue that everyone needs something 
Mm-hmm. physical related to do that. And ideally to have like a gym where you're able to be with people and not just train, not that training alone is bad and, you know, just pump some iron and sure. peak or whatever. But, um, long story short, how did you keep that a priority? And like what, what hurdles do you have to overcome to be able to make time to keep doing it? How I make it a priority is it's as easy to do for me. Like as far as just even just eating well, like it's, it's something I want to do. Yeah. It's, it's easy to make something a priority that you thoroughly enjoy. Mm. Uh, finding time in the day as long as I mean, at this point my son enjoys coming to the gym with me so that's easy but when I was first introducing yeah. him to it as long as I could make it a fun experience or positive experience for him that was really the only hurdle I had to jump yeah but uh other than that if if I have free time that's what I enjoy doing yeah so okay. yeah it's it's not that that big of a hurdle hey have you had down so you started jujitsu back in 2010 okay I walked in the doors gotcha here over those last 11 years is ups and downs through sure. consistent training absolutely i mean again i was still a little wild in my early 20s mm. um and working night shift it was mm. i mean you're just always tired oh yeah and uh, so i wasn't able to train as consistent as i wanted to over there but again at that point in my life my early 20s it wasn't mm. as it was more of a, a necessity i yeah. you know i i enjoyed it but mm. i needed to get good to be safe at, at work yeah and then, you know, when life started to slow down in late 20s, I just realized, again, just going to your question, if, if I had free time, then that's where I wanted to be. Yeah. And right. Filled so many parts of you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I am asking a Marine how he kept up on his schedule, and he's like, you just do it. Yeah. You just do it. <laughs> yeah. And, so. it, makes, and it makes it that much easier when you enjoy doing it. Yeah. 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 Going up, growing up through the Marine Corps and the police, you just got used to doing things you didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and, do uh, something you did, like did, that was your choice. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah really easy to take action better. on. Yeah. So mm. I'm trying to think, relate this to like so many of our regular people that, you know, you, you hit a stressful time at work, you know, you, you miss the gym for a week and a week turns into two weeks and then you go once, but then you miss the next week and then all of a sudden you've gone once in the last month and you're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Sure. Do you ever have an issue with getting back into it after, after that? Or do you have any motivational thoughts or ideas or, you know, for people that... Because everybody does it. Like, sure. like we're, we're going to hit these pitfalls, you know, yeah. and, and mountains to climb and, and whatnot, and you, your so, schedule's not going to be perfect. I'm a little, I feel I'm a little unique enough to where I don't deal with that much. Yeah. Uh, even if I miss a day or two, it's just that much of a part of my life. And I feel, I know that I feel so much better mentally and, and even just physically after yep. that if it's been a couple days, then I, I just make it a priority. Okay. Even if I have to... You like it that much? Yes. That, okay. I like it that much, and I need it that much. Okay. Yeah. Especially the jiu-jitsu aspect. If, if it's been a couple of days, I'll notice uh, I'm a little edgy. Just my, little things will bother me <laughs> more than it should. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I leave the gym, and it's just, yeah. why, why did I make a big deal about that? Yeah. Or why did I let that weigh on me so much? Um, so I recognize that I, I need it. Yeah. Mental thing, physical thing? Both. All of the both. Okay. Yep. Just physical, I need, I need the mobility because I, I sit a lot um, as a police officer. So I need to stretch my hips, my back, my neck, my shoulders, get all that loosened up. Yep. And then, yeah, again, mentally, it just it keeps me I, – I just make the joke. It keeps the line in the cage <laughs> for me. So, again, just if, if, if you're a little edgy, mm-hmm. then I, I, need to, I need to release those demons. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a few nuggets to glean from that, though. Yeah. Like he's uh, basically, you know, if you want to find something that's going to help you increase your health, but it's also good for you, you have to like it. You have to enjoy yes. it. Like mm-hmm. you, you cannot make it yeah. this, it I have to go it or... It shouldn't be a chore. Right, exactly. Right. And I think you're an inherently pretty optimistic person. Even yes. You, okay, you admit it yourself. To a fault. Exactly. <laughs> to a fault. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. in Tony's mind, it's like, oh, I missed I'm gonna the day. I'm going to start a gym. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. good. Everybody will come. It'll be amazing. <laughs> He's, you're Sorry, not, I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, I missed yeah. a day. But instead of focusing on, oh, well, now I'm going to be less mobile and my lion's going to want to come out of the cage and everything's ruined. You're just sure. like, no, I'm just going to chase what I want and I want yeah. to feel better and I want to yeah. get back in there. So that's what I'll focus on. I will feel really good if I go do this. Yes. So those are two really important aspects of just like, you have to make your training fun. Don't right. put too much pressure on yourself. And also to just, when you jump back in, remind yourself of why, mm-hmm. why are you going to the gym or yeah. finding jujitsu or whatever it might be. And then I think it's important to temper your expectations too. So if it's been two days, 
And now I really need to shuffle some things around the schedule where I just, you know, I got up at 5 a.m., get to work at 6. Yeah. I work 12 hours, I get off at 6. And uh, I need to throw in a peak session or just a, a workout session. Then guess what? I'm not going to hit it as hard as I would if I had the day off and I had a full day's rest. Yeah. So temper the expectations, go in, do what you can at that point. Right. Or, you know, the night said, you know, I, you know, I work the 12 hour shifts, and then I open up Pride, instruct. And then roll after again. It just I have to grin. And I I walk in and my, my day, my the previous part of my day doesn't matter. Like yeah. the second I walk in those doors, it's just I'm in my happy place. Yeah. But I I still need to you know make those um, adjustments or yeah the the adjustments yeah and 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 just do do what I enjoy doing and I know that's. That that's good for me. So yeah, and hopefully that can give you momentum, mm-hmm. right? At least you did something. When you wake up the next yeah. day, you don't feel like a failure. You it's like cool. Guilty, that, yeah. That that bedtime guilt is a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. Right. It it irks me very bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Enjoying running a business, enjoying being the boss, running the show. I enjoy having something of mine. Um, yeah. So just that's cool to think about, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So when, when I was first having the seed kind of start to grow, I realized that I've never had an office before. I've never, <laughs> I've never hung up like a picture of a family member, like a dog. I've never, I've never had that. I've always served. Yeah. And you just, you don't really get offices. You may have a shared working space. Right. And so to be able to design my own dream facility and hang up what I want to, um, it was very intriguing. Mm. And I, I loved it, every yeah. bit of it. Yeah. Do you think you're naturally wound up entrepreneurial or do you think this is something that you just kind of... Backstepped into, backstepped into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I grew. I, I was actually very too. anti-business owner. Uh, mm-hmm. My my dad, my dad ran restaurants when we were little. Ah, and just seeing that life, and he'd have to be there. I mean, it, I mean if I think that my schedule's hard, he'd he'd be there. To, <laughs> he'd be there to open, and he'd be there till eleven o'clock or midnight till it's time to close. Yeah, and I mean that's seven days a week. He would still be there for Christmas Eve. Even like Christmas Day, me and my brothers, if we were visiting him for Christmas, like, hey, hey, man, can can you close up and stop making pizzas so we can enjoy a Christmas? But uh-huh. know, he's just built from a different cloth, and yeah, so I that shied me actually away from being a business owner. Yeah, and restaurant but, business is still, rough. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. yeah, but still found my way into it, I guess. If I'm a I, I, I put myself in my when I don't put myself, I think of my wife going into jujitsu for the first time, you know, mm-hmm. female, Hey, I think this is supposed to be healthy for me. Da, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. What, um, what, what can people expect during the first session, first week, first month? Like it, it again, this is a great question. personally jujitsu is I've never done. I never wrestled back in the day. I yep. should have, mm-hmm. I'm not a basketball player. I should have wrestled. <laughs> um, and, and, and I guess I, I think of that, that end of, of things. Sure. What, it's a question I get quite yeah. a bit, and because uh, I didn't know, I, I personally, and then once I experienced it, I, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Uh, I didn't either, um, and I'll usually tell people who who ask uh, about the gym or about coming in, and I'll say, I mean, myself along with probably ninety five percent of people on the mats had zero experience. Yeah, <laughs> just walked in just like you and I, um, and I applaud anybody who just goes in the door for the first time. Like, yeah, I have. I probably parked. And it was before Tommy renamed it as Core. It was called Rockford Kickboxing and Jiu-Jitsu. Oh. And I parked in their parking lot, I think, on two or three separate occasions and didn't go in. Just, really? Yep. Just pulled in and parked. Okay. And just, you don't know what to expect. And it's a very daunting task for... Did people pull up next to you? No. And you're donkey no, no, to like... no, I think I... <laughs> I don't even know if I pulled in at the right time <laughs> or anything, or I don't even know if I looked yeah. into it that, but... Again, so I, I applaud anybody who yep. just comes in and gets out of their comfort zone. But as far as what to expect is the clash usually, usually starts. We, we line up, line up by rank. We'll run through some warm-ups. And I think stretching is a major neglected aspect of most people's lives. Yeah. So we usually take about five, ten minutes to stretch, do some drilling, get straight into the technique. And if you're newer, then hey, once class breaks – and everybody, we call it live rolling, where you just, you know, you're going live, hunting for submissions, trying to get position, working on some of the techniques. At that point, if you're, if you're new, sit off to the side, watch, hang out. 
and uh, then just kind of work your way into it. But get used to saying, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So I have to tell people, like, I, yeah, we know. We, hey, we've all been there. And everybody's going to be extremely welcoming and helpful because we remember walking in for that first time yeah. and just saying, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, and yeah, we, we get it. You'll be all good, man. You'll be all good. So I mean, that's, that, the, that's the hardest part as a new uh, attendee. It's like, oh, I'm so annoying. I'm like that right. person I'm that they have to that roll with. And they, yeah, and it's but never that. Cause we, from the other perspective, no, not at all. It's fun. We always remember being that. Yeah. And, and then I always... And then in six months, four to six months, you're going to be doing that right? Yeah. for somebody else who's walking in for the very first time. And you won't realize how much you've learned because you're just constantly getting, it just doesn't feel like what, what you, what you're doing doesn't feel smooth and everybody else is, <laughs> is picking up on things so much quicker. Yeah. So you don't think you're getting any better. And then again, in four to six months, someone new walks in and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm that much better, better than, than that I thought person. I was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that, that's a very cool light bulb to see click with people. That now they, they take on that role and help them out. And yeah. I think that's fantastic from a, again, jujitsu, I think is very unique with that. Just right. again, with the community that we, we already spoke to and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, again, taking back to our gym and stuff like that, it's a similar thing. Um, and in, in this world that we live in where, you know, I want immediate gratification with every single thing I do, you don't get that in one no. session, you know, of jujitsu or a week. Mm-hmm. Or even a month, um, like no. it, it takes time on it time on time. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, same thing. You know, lifting weights or really any workout program sure. of right. anything. Um, I think that's what I respect with the whole jujitsu thing, and that's why I, you know the, the whole the whole belt system thing and mm-hmm. and how that works out. And you know, it takes years on years on years in which mm-hmm. to you know move up the chain, move up the ladder, and what, what's an average black belt? How, how long does I it? Think average, very consistent. You know, per week, multiple times per week, it's about 10 years. 10 years. Like 10, yep. yeah. You have to do something for 10 years. 10 years. And that's why usually when you hear either this actor or this celebrity or just this random person that you meet, oh, he's a black belt or he's a brown belt or he's a purple belt, like yeah. that just carries immediate weight. You're like, oh boy. Yeah. And guess what? That's not that's not a cakewalk 10 years either. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you have to get through that, that threshold of that first year where you're just constantly feeling like... Mm-hmm. You know, everything's clunky and you're not getting it. You don't yeah. know if you're getting any better. Yeah. And you get next submitted, you, know, you get submitted. You yes. Get submitted. <laughs> and you, then you first, you hit that first submission. And then next, you know, your, your belt has more stripes. Mm-hmm. Next, you know, you're getting in line for the next belt. And uh, yeah, just, it carries a lot of weight achieving that, that accomplishment. We've talked about like, like again, the, the mental side, the physical side, any, I mean, you're fit get dude. Um, from a physical training standpoint, what what can people expect to get from jujitsu? I think it uh, it will reveal things about an individual physically and again mentally. Um, again, for me, it was my bigger biceps. I actually, I decreased size, oh. which I, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't realize how immobile I was. Okay. Um, you know, again, just I lifted. My stretch was I put put an arm on the on the bench press machine and like lean a shoulder <laughs> forward or maybe try to touch my, my, my socks, oh. not, not my toes. I touched my socks and that was, <laughs> that was stretching for me. So it, it will, it will reveal deficiencies. Yeah. Um, and then over time, the, the weight, the weight will come off. If, if you're, if you're above average size and not an athletic above average mm-hmm. size, the weight will naturally come off yeah. because there's no, there's no stopping the run. Like if you're, if you're running, you can stop at any point. If you're if you're at any time fitness and you're doing curls, you can just leave. But when when you're going on a, a live round with somebody yeah. and they get on top and you still got four minutes, like <laughs> you got to still go. Like yeah. you, there's no just stopping. You right. know, you know if, if yeah, even if you're not, if that person isn't going for submissions, they're gonna just grind that top position down. And yeah, I yeah. love just finding. Uh, muscles I never knew I had. Yes, or <laughs> like just the stabilizer, like the little like there's a muscle way up in my groin somewhere I didn't know existed. Yeah, just really weird tweaky stuff uh, was what I found personally, and for me it kicked my stamina in the butt because yes. I just I like to strength train, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll superset stuff, and that means maybe I get to like low fat burning zone. Yeah, but to just be like redlined in fight or flight with another human being is an experience like no other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it I mean. It's 
quite multifaceted yeah. when it comes to holding the fitness a, aspect. Holding a hard isometric, you're pulling hard, oh my you're gosh. not going anywhere. My, nu- you know? my, my first knuckles <laughs> used to hurt. Like, I, Can that even be sore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it can. So you were a grip holder. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Oh, I, oh, I grip for days. Now, I, mean, I got <laughs> dainty hands, so if I go for a grip and someone wants it off, I'm like, all right, I'm just I'm going to plan B. My weightlifting, I was like, I can hold. Like, sure, I, yeah. I can hold stuff. So yeah, let me try it. It was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And, and then, <laughs> other than physical, I think mental, it's, it's awesome because you... You never know, unless you grew up getting a lot of street fights, you don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You don't know kind of what, mm-hmm. what getting roughed up feels like. And then you might go through, you know, four or five rounds, different training partners, and then you leave and you're like, wow, I, I legit pretty much fought without strikes for yeah. multiple rounds and I didn't break. I'm still alive. Yeah. I'm okay. And then you just mentally, it, it builds you stronger and stronger because you, you go through that fire weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone always talks about, you know, the fight or flight response for mm-hmm. things. And I had thought that I felt it in my life before and not until my first match when I went oh. against a girl who was like 70 pounds heavier than me. Yes. I, I literally she could, was big. I could almost not stand up after <laughs> yep. the end of it, like just drained. Like yep. I felt like a battery and there was this much juice in my toes. And mm-hmm. like, that was all I had left. And I'd never felt that before. Doing five, five minute round, I'm guessing. Is that right? Uh, um, well, yeah, I went to points cause we, neither of us, neither of us submitted. So, sure. um, yeah, I think it was, I think it was five, five or six. I don't remember those. I think it was five. I think I it was five. five. Yeah. Cause eight is yeah. black belts. You right? stuck it yeah. to her. Five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lauren by, won by quite a bit. I did. This wasn't, yeah. That's cause I was squirmy. I wouldn't, let, I wouldn't <laughs> let her sit on me. I never want, I did. I hate that feeling of having someone position. large yes. on you yep. and you just can't breathe and they're on your, it's the worst. Yep. So my only goal for the whole match was to not let her get in a dominating position because I would be done. Uh-huh. But yeah. my point is um, that fight or flight, like, yeah, it was days, days of like exhaustion and even think you're going through the fire on the mat and in practice and stuff. And it's just, it's not the same when you're like really going for it and you really want to win. So yeah. it's something everyone should experience at least once, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> and no matter how prepped you are, yeah, um, yeah. it's still my, my experience going out for the first time was uh, I step on the mat, I do the bow and there's probably... 10 matches going on at the same time. Right. I'm in the little puny white. Nobody cares. <laughs> but I step on the mat, do a bow, and my, I still remember my vision went, whoop. Yeah. And next thing I know, I'm in the person's guard and like two minutes had passed. And I don't know if I took, <laughs> no. a, took a breath the entire time. <laughs> oh yep. my gosh, Tony. Yep. And I'm like, oh, well, I got to break this guard and let's yeah. go. But yeah. I don't remember probably the first half of it. Wow. And again, this is past a combat deployment. This was past all the, okay. the kill houses we did in the Marine Corps, you know, like pie and corners and work in patrol, but still I step on those mats and tunnel vision. Yeah. And, yeah I felt it. Yeah. It, I mean, it is, it is one of the more extreme individual sports. Like obviously running is individual. Your sure. life's not on the line. Sure. And there's not, you're not going to get your elbow broken. <laughs> there's not somebody there trying to hold you back. Right. Yeah. You know, like you, yeah, yeah. That, that's the other thing is no, no one's trying to stop you from, Achieving what you want to achieve. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's very unique. How was your first match? We all, we got to talk about ours. It was good. <laughs> he hesitates. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't You just care less than us? I Maybe I do. <laughs> um, no, I, I went against a guy because d- Coach Tommy was running around coaching a bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. He was coaching somebody when I got called up. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm there without a coach. Um, so I'm like, okay, we'll just, oh, we'll just do let's this. Let's go. Yep. Um, and... It, it ended up where I, I think he pulled guard and something did it, but it, we, we were tied up um, at some point and I passed within the last like five seconds of the match. Nice. <laughs> you got some points? <laughs> and got two, two points okay. and one by two. Hey, um, and I, I but, but I didn't realize it was that close. Uh, like I'm sure. not looking at the scoreboard. I'm not yeah. looking at the time. I was. Yeah. Heather, <laughs> Heather's yelling out the time. But anyway, you know, so what? But, you know, I, I don't know. The kids are yelling, you know, pass, dad, pass. Like, uh, that's what that's I'm trying awesome. to do. That is awesome. But, no, it was, yeah. Ugh. So some Now, my want. third match, that was less good. Okay. My first two were good. Okay, okay. But as long as you <laughs> mentally, if you handle it that well, I think that that's a win. Yeah. Regardless of the podium yeah. or the medals. Mm. It's just going out there against, and again, it's just going back to just doing something you don't want to do. Yeah. You love jiu-jitsu, you love competing, but every just ounce of your being says, don't go out there. Yeah, this is a dumb <laughs> idea. What are you doing? Up. What are you doing? Yeah. Even when you sign up for the tournament, you're yeah. like, ah, it'll be a little bit of nerves, but yeah. then, then you walk in that venue and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> go home. Yeah. You just paid a yeah. hundred and what for yeah, this? Said, for go this? home. <laughs> for a t-shirt? I'll just take the t-shirt. Yeah. But then you get done <laughs> and there's just no better feeling of accomplishment, I yeah. don't think. Yeah. 
I, I, I wish we'd see this more with um, so much with the kids that we coach, the adults that we coach, et cetera, mm-hmm. to put yourself out of your comfort zone. Yes. To, 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 to suck it up in this mm-hmm. world where, you know, everything is easy and nice mm-hmm. and convenient and it comes in seconds and, you know, et cetera. And to actually test yourself is it becomes a habit. totally underrated. You, you do it, you do it mm-hmm. a little bit and it's a struggle. You do it for a year. It comes less of a struggle and then it just becomes, it's just what, what you do. Yeah. Right. You get presented with, with a boundary and obstacle and you're like, all right, well, we, we just got to get around it somehow. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, no, I'm, I'm just going to sit here and wait for someone else to, to fix that problem. Yeah. Right. That's a thought that I had earlier when I was asking Tony, how, you know, how do you stay consistent? And then it clicked and it's a theme we've talked about a lot on the podcast, but it's just, you have had such a life of uncomfortability. Mm-hmm. Like so much, so many uncomfortable situations that you have intentionally put yourself into. So when a little life thing comes up like, oh, I'm a little tired, I only got six hours of sleep, or normal humans would just skip the gym and ex- excuses left and right, mm-hmm. you're so used to being uncomfortable, you're like, this is nothing. This sure. actually isn't sure. uncomfortable. So that's a, a big thing that, that we encourage people to do is just find little ways to add yeah. uncomfortable situations into your life. And it seems silly at the time, but each time you're, you're getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Like food prep is uncomfortable. Grocery shopping when you don't want to at seven o'clock at night when it's two degrees in Illinois is uncomfortable. Sure. Um, Sauna. On, on the lower end. Cold tub. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so those are more. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> more more tangible tub. options. But sure. yeah, just to, to seek those out and maybe jumping into something like martial arts is not, you know, the, the first thing you want to jump into, but you got to start somewhere because if you don't find uncomfortable situations, we don't grow. We become stagnant. And yeah. you know, that's, that is not happy at all (laughs) what's worse is that i think it eats you alive if you consistently get presented with that fork in the road or that that discomfort that choose and or you choose no and then you sit at home that night and just what if a little bit yeah yeah uh, yeah i think if i if i reach a a fork and i don't go the right way again it'll it'll keep me up at night or if i fail to meet an expectation, like, yeah, it just, I think that stuff adds up. Yeah. I don't think it's very, very good for your soul. Re- I think regret is probably far more uncomfortable than any Absolutely. situation you would choose. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For the seven people that are still listening right now, what in, if they don't know jujitsu, they haven't seen it. They're like, uh, I can see so many, like my wife, the first, Oh no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to get hurt. Blah, 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 blah. Sure. Let's, to wrap this up, let's talk about the safety of jujitsu here. Cause it's not just people getting hurt left and right. It's I, I'm actually amazed with how safe of a martial art it is. Sure. Because you know, yep. so many others with kick and punch and da da da. Right. Talk about this, yeah. the safety piece. It's again, in my opinion, one of the few martial arts that you can go full bore against somebody and then hug it out and go to work the next day. <laughs> it's like, you can't spar. Uh, you can't. Or half hour later. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it starts on the ground. If we do, like this month at Pride, we're doing takedowns. And it's very controlled. It's, hey, you know, close the distance. Everybody freeze. Check grips. And then usually I have multiple coaches walking around, making sure everybody is safe, making sure yeah. you have enough room around you. And then, okay, bring them down to the ground slowly. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you just maintain top position. If you do go for a submission, especially live, I like enforcing the catch, catch and release. Mm-hmm. Like if you get someone in an arm bar, I don't, I don't need to fully extend the arm to realize that I have it. Yeah. So you catch it. Okay, cool. I have it. Yeah. Inter- internal victory. Now let me help my partner. I loosen up a little bit. I'm like, okay, work on your escape. And so again, it, it builds his confidence, not just every time I get trapped in an arm bar. It's just natural. Oh, I got to tap. This yeah. is time to tap. It's no, I control it. Now, now it's time for you to work and get out of it. Yeah. But again, I, I'm blessed with great friends and great coaches who everybody's watching each other. Uh, it's similar to being at the range in the Marine Corps. We, we say everybody's a safety officer. If, if you see something unsafe, I don't care if it's your first or second day in, if you're a white belt, blue belt, you say something. Yeah. Everybody's a safety officer. Everybody has to go to work, pick up a kid. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, we all keep each other moving forward as opposed to it doesn't do anybody any good if you're off on injury yeah. and now we're down a training partner. You're not accomplishing your goals. And so, yeah, we all just team effort it for the most part. Yeah. So for tapping for people don't know, yes, you put me in a position where it's hard for me to breathe. Sure. Some type of choke, something of sure. the sort arm wrist, some lock of something mm-hmm. and something hurts. A tap is literally just, I, I call it, well, first 
we're big on deliberate taps. There, there's no, <laughs> there's no polite taps. Like you tap hard, you tap often, but a verbal tap, saying ouch, saying tap, tapping the mat, tapping your partner is just a sign of, I'm done. I don't even if I just don't like being in this position. Yeah, I, it doesn't matter if there is a limb exposed or you're in a legit submission. If you tap, then. The, the round is over, yeah. or at least we, we need to break contact and figure out what's going on. Yeah. Now, if we later find out that you were in no danger <laughs> and you tap because you might have just mentally freaked out a little bit, that's okay. Yeah. But uh, talk about that. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna owe some push-ups <laughs> after, after you gather yourself. Mm-hmm. No. So it, again, you 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 need to approach that fire and you need to stay calm. Yeah. But again, I I've been there and yeah. I, I owed push-ups when I tapped a Tommy shirt. Yeah. And I'm better for it. <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, if there's any sort of a discomfort that where you don't like that, that position, you tap out. Yeah. We break contact. Then we talk about what happened. And if it becomes determined that uh, it was maybe just a tap that wasn't that warranted, then, then we'll, discuss on, we'll discuss that position, how to get out of it, and uh, how, how to just move forward from yeah. there. And that's, that's it. But tap early, tap often. Tap early, Stay tap safe. often. I mean, that, I, I think that's a big thing. Absolutely. And, and we... We're big on it's no one's no one's good at jujitsu. No one yeah. starts out good. It's it's who's left. Yeah. So it's not who's good. It's who's left. So longevity is the key. And but I I'm a firm believer. I I think that we have a very fun facility. We've got a very fun crop of students and coaches. So I'm lucky enough to where I don't I don't really have to nag people about longevity. They're yeah. they're nagging me about hey I want to get in more, <laughs> open up another class time. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a great problem for me to have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, longevity and safety and fun. There you go. That's yeah. awesome. People want to find out more about Pride Jiu-Jitsu. Where do they go? We are at pridejujitsuacademy.com and Instagram, Facebook, Tony and Gara, my, my personal accounts. Uh, you can message me there or just pop in and see us. We're almost directly across from Hananiga High School in a little strip mall called Rockton Commons. We're, we're at Suite 500. Ooh. So yeah. it's a good suite. Best suite. What's the Instagram handle for the gym? Just Pride Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Oh, yep. the whole thing. Look at you. Yes. You're consistent across consistent. all. Yep. yep. Nice. Consistency is key. That makes it easy. Yep. yep. <laughs> no one gets confused. Absolutely not. There, there's a few other Pride jiu throughout the country. Um, obviously, it's the one based in Rockton. Gotcha. And just look for the gold lion. That's our That's our beacon. Beacon. That's it's like beacon. Batman symbol. Yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Awesome. Tony, huh? thanks for this, cool. bud. I really appreciate your thanks time. Thanks for having me. Thank you. We know you're a busy guy. Sure. And you took time you out for us. You guys are as well. Look <laughs> at this. This is fun. Uh, sometimes. Always. This is fun. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That's all we have for you today. If you have questions, want to chat, or are interested in seeing what we're up to between episodes, head over to Instagram and follow at lauren.rxtn and at oakstrength. Together, we are two companies committed to elevating your health and fitness. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review our Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.